Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports. This is episode number 239 of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn and thank you so very much for listening to the podcast once again. We are here recording on Wednesday morning, May the 24th. And, and of course, we're, we're going to get into uh, to some of the things uh, about uh, about the past week in sports. And we'll, we'll get into a couple of things in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll get into a couple of big thoughts I have with the NFL, including um, uh, including um, the NFL flexing Thursday night football from week 13 onward. And, and and the the media obsession over the Jets and why I, I think it's going to be uh going to be a a down a part of the downfall for the Jets at the at the end of the year. I'll get into some topics in Major League Baseball, including um the Chicago Cubs, the suddenly hot St. Louis Cardinals, the struggling Padres, Aaron Judge. But I we need to start with the uh, with the NBA conference finals and as as you know I discussed last week that the conference finals are my two favorite weeks of the NBA schedule because because usually you're guaranteed a, a high quality game every night and between teams that have won multiple playoff series, between team uh, teams that, that have um, survived met the the adversity of the season, with with sometimes with their backs against the wall, in the case of the Celtics, and in the case of the Miami Heat, and and in the case of the Lakers, but I think the Denver Nuggets were, were the best team in the West all year, and, and they and they showed exactly why. Throughout the course of the conference finals against the Lakers, now I did pick the Lakers to win the series in six games, maybe because because I I, I have a hard time picking against LeBron. But what I also said is you 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 you, t- you feel the ebb and flow with the Denver Nuggets compared to the to the to the rest of the teams in the West, like Memphis, Sacramento, Phoenix. The Lakers, the Warriors, and and all and and all those other teams, but the 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 way the Denver Nuggets are are constructed, is uh, uh, is 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 such a wonderful thing to behold when everybody is healthy. And la- last season felt derailed for for the Nuggets when Jamal Murray went down. He tore his ACL on his knee, so that that cost him the season and and the and the entire feel. And, and confidence about the Denver Nuggets uh, took a big hit as a result. Now, uh, uh, go go. Now here's this season. Here's Jamal Murray. Yeah, here's uh, Nikola Jokic, who who was number two in the MVP voting. Although he had a great case to be the MVP over Joel Embiid. And what Nikola Jokic uh, did uh, th- throughout these NBA playoffs. It, it, it is incredible, and and I think the capper for uh, for for Jokic's uh, uh, season so far ha- has been two performances in the conference finals. Game one, again, uh, game one against the Lakers, where he uh, had thirty four points, twenty one rebounds, and fourteen assists uh, th- throughout the course of uh, of the postseason. And then the capper in a closeout game 
um, in, in Game 4 on Monday, a game where LeBron had had 40 points, 9 rebounds, t- uh, 10 assists. He, he closes out the series with uh, with 30 points, 30-point uh, triple-double, 30 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists. And, and I think the crazy thing about this is uh, all these games could have gone in the other direction. Like it's so like a game game two. The Lakers had a ten point lead uh, late in the third quarter, and the, the Nuggets came back to win that one. Game one, the the the, the Lakers had had an opportunity to come back from 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 down uh, from down double digits, but the Nuggets held on with a couple of uh, a couple of big shots, and and then and then on then in game four. So with, with with the Lakers up uh, with the Lakers up at the half, that the Nuggets find a way to come back and, w- and win that game, and 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 make it come down to uh, to the final uh, to the final minutes. Even though LeBron scored twenty one points uh, in, in the first quarter, and and which is some of the greatest greatest things we've ever seen from a thirty eight year old and older in the NBA, and. It, and and the way Jokic ramped it up um, as as the game went on, so he only scored two points in the first quarter, and then uh, and then twenty points in the second half um, to to, uh, to 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 catapult the um, uh, to to catapult the Nuggets back from from what was a fifteen point deficit at the half. And it, it is just absolutely majestic what what he's been able to do uh, throughout throughout the course uh, of of the season and uh, and throughout the course of his career. And we also need to give a lot a, a lot of praise and jubilation and, and and credit to Jamal Murray and and he averaged more than thirty points a game um, in. Uh, in the conference finals against the Lakers, and, and I and you, you and you look at uh, how he's able to to lead the Nuggets uh, in the fourth quarter in Game Two, thirty-seven points uh, in that game. Twenty-three of them came in the fourth quarter, and 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 Jamal Murray was was feeling that. Yeah, he is an he is an incredible shooter, uh, and and he he and he is so tough and he's so clutch. And, and and he f- f- finds a way to uh, to get it done uh, late late in the ball game, but I, I think it's I think it's uh, you, you have to give, uh, give a lot of uh, a lot of credit to uh, to other guys who stepped up. It wasn't just Murray and Jokic; it was Aaron Gordon, it was Michael Porter Jr. who who is a, who is an excellent shooter, and Kentavious Coldwell Pope going up against uh, his his old buddy LeBron James. Um, in in Los Angeles, Bruce Brown I thought was good. Jeff Green showed up, and it, it it was just an absolutely majestic um, and a team effort. And Michael Malone deserves so much credit for 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 what he's been able to do with the um as a, with, with with the Nuggets turnaround. And so he, uh, he was once a failed candidate, uh, a failed head coach. With the Sacramento Kings, and that then, then he he takes the Denver job. Yeah, he he started out slow, and then didn't make the playoffs in any of the first three years in in Denver, and then the the, the next five years he's led his team to the to the postseason, and 
and and and got his team to the conference finals twice, and and th and this postseason, uh, a postseason where the where the Nuggets were the number one seed in the West, uh, uh for um, is uh, the number one seed in the West. They went twelve and three during this postseason. They, they, they took out a the Timberwolves in five games. A, a Timberwolves team with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns dispatched a a, a a a quality Suns team that had Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker uh, in, involved, and and now against LeBron James and Anthony Davis, so they they they, they win four exciting competitive games. Um, I, I against uh, the against LeBron James uh, playing at as as high level as anybody at the age of thirty eight, and Anthony Davis did not have a couple uh, did not have a great game too. Sam, uh, but I but I think overall the rest of it was good. But it, it's just a credit to what the Denver Nuggets uh, do, and 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 I think and I hope that that um that the tide has shifted. In the NBA, from so from super teams that we had to deal with in the 2010s, whether it was the uh, the big three in Miami, whether it was the, the KD Steph Warriors, N now we're starting to see a shift uh, in that. We d we did see the Warriors win a championship last year um, with with, St with Steph Curry winning the Finals MVP, but but I think a lot of that had to do with with, with some of the player development around. Uh, around the Warriors when it came to Jordan Poole, when it came to Andrew Wiggins, and and and, and all that stuff. But we saw it two years ago with Milwaukee, well, with with, uh, with Giannis and Chris Middleton being there for a long time, and and it it was it was just incredible seeing seeing the the the, the Milwaukee Bucks win their first title in fifty years. In 2021, since uh, the first title since when Kareem made himself a living, dominating and and being pulsating for the Bucks in 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 the early 70s. Now, for the second time in three years, we're, we're seeing a two-time MVP um, uh, in, in the season follow uh, following those back-to-back -back MVPs to take his team to the NBA Finals for the first time in a really really long time. And and the Nuggets for, for in this instance. Uh, are in the NBA Finals for the first time in in, in franchise history, and, and they and they are likely to have home court advantage in the NBA Finals, uh, uh, barring a, a uh, barring a comeback in the Celtics and Heat series. But it it, it is so it's so easy to to move forward, Nikola Jokic. So he he, um, he he is not one of the trash talkers in the NBA. He he is not one uh, that that um. So, so that um that that seeks attention. Well, uh, but he has been getting attention because uh, because he he is so dominant and so good at what he does, and 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 I think that that's where you have a a a lot of a lot of praise and jubilation going for the Denver Nuggets, and I I I think that and and given that we we are now in a uh, period now where hopefully the uh, the tide has shifted from uh, to player development, I, I think this is going to be a great thing for the NBA uh, go, going forward when so when when teams are actually rewarded for scouting in terms of the. In, in terms of the international game, in terms of the high school and collegiate uh, game, that that that's where um 
the, these things are go going to be rewarded. And remember, Nikola Jokic was a second round pick. Uh, the, he was the 41st overall pick in, in, in his in his draft for uh, for the um, for for the Denver Nuggets. So it's, uh, you 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 could say you could say what you want, but you you, you have you have to give give a lot of uh, respect and credit here where where credit is due, and and I think that th that's the bottom line here when it comes to Nikola Jokic. Now, let let's go to the Eastern Conference Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, and really it's a t it's a tale of two teams. Right, one one that is that has the mental fortitude, and the other simply doesn't. And I what what the Boston Celtics have done over 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 the conference finals so far. Yeah, they won by seventeen points last night, but that they 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 were they have been atrocious in late game situations. They have been atrocious throughout, and Joe Mazzulla can't even coach his way out of a paper bag. And and the Miami Heat just know where where, where to attack, where so what what plays to run, and and and, and making those shots when it matters, and that's that's a big credit to to Eric Spolstra, and the reason why I picked Miami to win the series, even though the ESPN <laughs> ESPN gave the Celtics a ninety seven percent chance to to win the conference finals. On the basis of a regular season, in terms of the two seed playing the eight seed, but but if you actually watch the playoffs, and if you and if you see how the Miami Heat turned a switch after being being uh, being taken to the ropes by uh, by a, a, an inferior Chicago Bulls team, that then then you could see the forest through uh, through the trees here, and and, and see that 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 the head coach matters so much in the in, in this series because it it is it, it was so lopsided in in terms of the culture, in terms of the focus, in terms of in terms of buttoning everybody up. That 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 that's been what the Miami Heat has have been here. When and and similar to to the Nuggets, you you look at guys from with Miami that um that were, uh, so that were were, were not uh, that were not highly touted prospects coming out of the, um, coming out of their ranks in in the NBA. And 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 that that's where you have a, a lot of in, in, incredible stuff coming out of the, the Miami Heat, and and they're doing this without Tyler Hero, who who is one of the most impactful shooters uh, in in the NBA, and 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 you you just take a look at um um. Of the players who uh, who uh, who entered the NBA undrafted, whether it was Gabe Vincent, whether it was Max Struess, or Duncan Robinson, or Caleb Martin, the, the, the those guys were uh, as have have played such a huge role in in in, the, in this in this Miami Heat run here. Uh, when, when we get into the NBA Finals, uh, they're a win away for that and. And Duncan Robinson is an excellent three-point shooter. Gabe Vincent uh, has has been tough and clutch. Max Struess has been excellent. So, uh, but but the but the genius of Jimmy Butler 
and 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 how they were, uh, how, how they found a way to to land Jimmy Butler uh, it, it is just uh, unbelievable in in among itself and we we saw in games 2 and 3 uh, uh that uh, in, in in games yeah games 2 and 3 so um, he, he averaged 31 points a game uh, in uh, in, in those in, actually, in games one and two at the TD Garden, thirty-five points in game one, twenty-seven in game two. So he he did not play. Uh, uh, he he was taken out early in game three because it was a blowout. So, but but you have to give so so much praise to the Miami Heat for for what what they've been able to do in this postseason. They yeah, so they they, they disposed of the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the number one overall seed in this NBA playoffs in five games. So they they defeated a very tough Knicks team, a a, a well coached um a physical team that a, a series where they failed to score 110 points in any of those four, uh, six games. They were able to win that series, four games to two in that one. And then against the Boston Celtics, a team with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, it has just been majestic what 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 they've been able to do. Is so far in these conference finals, and 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 I think that's where you 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 give the Celtics a, a lot of praise and a lot of uh, uh of what they were able to do uh, throughout the course of the regular season, but Joe Mazzulla coming in. Uh, uh, make sure why the Celtics really missed Ime Odoka and and the, and the reports within the Celtics organization uh, say that they were unhappy with the way that they handled the as uh, the Ime Odoka dismissal. By the way, Odoka is now coaching for the Houston Rockets, so, so it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic of uh, flares up in Houston uh, and whether it comes to the whether or not James Harden wants to go back to Houston with the with the idea that Udoka is now coaching the uh, the Rockets. So I, I is but 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 the Celtics have looked like frauds all year. So, something was off with with the Celtics team all year, and, and and a lot of it has to do with the coaching and. And 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 Missoula's in in game decision making ha, has just been pathetic. It's been disgraceful. It's been offensive to the senses. So I, I so if you are a Celtics fan, you you know you deserve so much better than 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 what's been given to you over the course of these past uh, couple of uh, uh, these past few days. They they won big last night, uh, but so but it's yeah you know, but it's easy to uh, to remember that. Um, that there have been 150 series in NBA history where a team has went down 0-3, and none of those ended uh, with a th- with a four wins in a row after being down 3-0. The Celtics are trying to be the first team to do that. One other NBA topic, though, I do want to discuss is the is the draft lottery, and a a, cu- a couple of things um, that that really open uh um. Or it took took my breath away. Number one is that the San Antonio Spurs won the NBA draft lottery again, and and this time they're going to get seven foot four center from France, Victor Wembanyama, 
and yeah, and 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 there and, and you can, and if you watch when, when Manyama play, there there is a lot of hype that that goes around uh, that goes around him, and 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 and, and given that he's seven four, that he's going to be a matchup nightmare for everybody he faces in the NBA. Is that the, the San Antonio Spurs are are going to be championship contenders in a few years? Is that based on the genius of? Victor Wemanyama, and isn't it crazy how lucky the San Antonio Spurs have been? So that that they, that that they got David Robin uh, Robinson, they got Tim Duncan, and and, and now they get Victor Wemanyama in uh, throughout the uh, throughout the course of the NBA draft lottery's history, and and it is going to be a, a, something remarkable when when it when it comes to this. So. So, so some teams are lucky, like the Spurs. Some teams are not just as lucky, uh, like the New York Knicks, who uh, who who, ha- who even though they they uh, they they made the second round of the playoffs, they they, they did have um a keen interest uh, in in this year's draft, and whether or not the Dallas Mavericks were going to uh, were going to fall out of the top ten because um it's because as as part of the uh, I believe it was part of the um. Uh, a Porzingis trade that the 2023 uh, first round pick was a top 10 protected, and if the Ma- and the Mavericks were sit- were, were sit- sitting at 10, and if if, if they fell out of 10, uh, the, that that pick would go to the Knicks because it's not a top 10 pick anymore, and and, and so and so the Dallas Mavericks got rewarded for tanking, and it it, it sends a really bad message to. Uh, to, uh, to, uh, to the fans, it sends a bad message to basketball fans that you you, you can be bad at your job and get and get, and you can be terrible at what you did and get rewarded for it. So I uh, so it, it was clear that that the Mavericks torpedoed their season when when they acquired Kyrie Irving from from the Brooklyn Nets, and it it, it was a terrible terrible job by how chasing Kidd and and and. and, and and um, Kyrie Irving torpedo the entire season, and the and the Mavericks didn't even make the play in, and and, spe- and the Knicks fans are, are right are rightly angered with this, and they should be really pissed off at at, at what what they've been able uh, what they've been able to uh, to do uh, by by being bad. So 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 that so that those are the two things I took away from the NBA draft lottery. Now. Let let let's focus now on uh, on on some topics in Major League Baseball and and, and I want to uh, go specifically with with, uh, with three players in mind. I, I look at uh, I look at Aaron Judge and what what he's been able to do, and Bob Nightingale of the USA Today uh, po- uh, posted a a. a um, an eye-opening graphic, uh, an, an eye, o- an eye-opening stat on Twitter uh, about the greatness of Yankees MVP Aaron Judge, and and I'm retweeting this on on my Hooked On Sports tw- Twitter account right now, so you 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 can see exactly um, what what what's going on here. So, uh, so uh, according to Bob Nightingale, the uh, a- Aaron Judge. Uh, uh, has driven in a run in 40.7 percent of 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 his games since making his major league debut on August 13, 2016. In games where where he drives in a run, uh, the Yankees are 224 and 88 
a 718 winning percentage. And they, they are 236 and 219 when he doesn't drive in a run. A 519 winning percentage. So when when Aaron Judge drives in a run, the the Yankees pretty uh, the Yankees are gonna win the more uh, seven out of every ten games, and and Aaron Judge uh, uh, showcased why he was so valuable uh, for uh, for the Yankees in, in last night's ball game. It, it was it was a game against the Orioles, a team uh, that has the second best record in baseball and also the second best record uh, in in their own division. And, and and it it was a poorly managed game again by Aaron Boone. Uh, when 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 you when you look at um, Garrett Cole not being great, uh, gave up five, uh, gave up a couple home runs and uh, and gave up five runs in five innings, and, and then it's a and then then some weird management with with pinch running Isaiah uh, with 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 um pinch running Greg Allen and and um. It's uh, and, and and a lot of other stuff, and then boom, uh, with one now in the bottom of the ninth on an 0-2 pitch, Aaron Judge goes boom to tie the game, and uh, it it was a, a, a I believe it was the Yankees' first win of the season when chilling after eight innings, and, and then then in the bottom of the tenth, Anthony Volpe uh d- delivers a game-winning sack fly when the Orioles couldn't get the free runner home. In the top of the tenth inning, and, and and as a result, the Yankees won the game, um, uh, six to five. So uh, that 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 was I, I that was one of the best wins of the season for uh, from the from the Yankees. And and yes, it was indeed the only win of the season when showing after eight innings so far. They were zero for their first seventeen in doing that. So um, but, um but, but I I but really the, the these real really the, these last two weeks uh, since Judge has come back from injury, it, um, it is is how the Yankees were able to to turn their season around. They they were they 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 were, they were h- hanging on five hundred for uh for a while and then and and at one point they were eighteen and seventeen and since then they've won twelve of their next fifteen games. And Aaron Judge has been terrific, and among all the guys that that have uh, that have been making like thirty mil thirty million among position players, Judge is the only one this season that that that's that's played like a forty million dollar a year guy. He's he's hitting two ninety eight. He has a four hundred on base percentage, six fifty two slugging percentage, an OPS plus of one eighty six, fourteen homers, thirty two runs scored. And 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 he and he's just been uh, unbelievable at what he what he's been able to do throughout the course of uh, of the season and 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 that's what makes Judge really the uh, really so good at what he does and and the most powerful force in uh, in the American League East. Now you 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 could argue about Shohei Otani and and or Mike Trout, who by the way homered again last night. So, but but the, but the the greatness of Aaron Judge uh, is is never to be taken for granted here because so be, be, because of what what he's able to do and 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 how he makes hitting the home run so easy. So it, absolutely sensational job by by Judge and the Yankees are are very much grateful for that as a result. Now the 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 St. Louis Cardinals are su- are suddenly raging hot, and the Cardinals at one point 
uh, had uh, had the worst record in the National League. They were 10 and 24. Uh, but by the end of action on May 6th, and and and, and since then they've been as hot a team in the National League as anybody, and 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 because that's because the Cardinals are, are starting to hit and they're starting to win the games they were supposed to win. Earlier in the season, and 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 right now, to me, there there is no greater force in in that uh in that lineup right now. There are two forces that that are so great in in that lineup, and and those forces right now are Nolan Gorman and Nolan Arenado, and no no one no one Gorman just won National League Player of the uh, of the Week award last week. Uh, so so he he he's been outstanding, and and, and then then of course Paul Goldschmidt you, you sprinkle in some success in, in there as well from from Goldschmidt, so and and Arenado after being uh, being dreadful for the first four or four weeks uh, has uh, suddenly turned it on. Paul Goldschmidt. Nolan Gorman has 13 home runs uh, this season, and remember, Nolan Gorman is just 23 years old, and and when he came up la um, last May, uh, uh, which is like la last year, Nolan Gorman was their top prospect. He he was a much discussed prospect uh, in in the ranks of the uh, of the minor leagues, and 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 Nolan Gorman he leads the leads the National League with a 175 OPS plus, and 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 he's going to be in the and if he continues to sub, he he's going to be in the MVP conversation uh, in the National League when when it's all said and done here, and and the reason why I I, I picked the Cardinals to win the division is because because uh, of is because they 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 have a lineup of stars that that. And that no other lineup in the division uh, can can compare it to, and and when when you have a big three in the lineup like this, and 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 this is even though the Cardinals have have been challenged offensively, um, throughout other places in their lineup, like Alec Burleson, their left fielder is has is hitting just two twenty seven, um. D D Dylan Carlson, who was just put on the injured list, struggling, and and, and then 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 you but then you factor in a, a, a slow start from Wilson Contreras. He he has since gotten better. Uh, Brandon Donovan has uh, uh, has since cooled off, but 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 uh, but helped win a couple of games for the Cardinals early on. So uh, so listen. The 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 NL Central is is an interesting case uh, this year, uh, for uh, for um, uh, for a variety of reasons. Because one, you you might only get one team, of uh, in, in, from that division in the playoffs again, your your division champion. So, but if if you look at the Cardinals and if you look at the Cubs. Uh, and, 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 and maybe you can you can make a case for the Pirates too, be uh, because of their pitching. But the Cubs and the Cardinals show, show uh, have shown that that they are a, a, they're a much better team than 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 their than their record indicates. The Cubs are five games under five hundred. The Cardinals are just a half game behind Chicago. Um, so, um, but 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 uh, but the Cubs showed yesterday exactly that. So they they were 
that they've been winning a, a, a lot of blowout games, but, but but they have been struggling going into this. they did a good job taking advantage of Mets miscues last uh, uh Mets miscues last night with so with a miscue by Brett Brady that led to three runs, and then a miscue by Tommy Pham that led to a couple of runs, and and, and they they've been taking advantage for it, and and. And no, no force in the National League is hotter right now than Christopher Morrell. And 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 Christopher Morrell had already had eleven home runs in triple with with the Cubs Triple A affiliate in Iowa, uh, but before being called up to, to the Cubs. And and since since then he uh, he's done nothing but rake. He say so he's batting three sixty seven. Hit, hit his ninth home run of the year, already. Um. Uh, Oh, already he he has hit a home run in five straight games. No cup has done that since Sammy Sosa in the late nineties, and 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 Christopher Morrell is 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 that guy who forced his way into uh, into the Cubs lineup, uh, because of his incredible power. So, so so good good job by the Cubs got calling him up. Uh, when when he he when uh, when he's been excellent at what he's been able to do, for for the Chicago Cubs, and also here here's an uh, here's another nugget for, uh, from Sarah Langs, uh, is that Christopher Morrell's nine home runs are tied for the second most home runs in a player's first twelve games of a season since 1900, uh, with Luis Gonzalez and Larry in 2001, and Larry Walker in 1997, and, and, and the, only, the only one that, that, that's hit more early on in the season is, is Mike Schmidt, who had 11 home runs with, uh, in his first, um, in, in his first 12 games in 1976 for, uh, for, for the Philadelphia Phillies, so, uh, so in, incredible what we're seeing here with the, um, with Christopher Morrell. Now, now, now the Padres, meanwhile, are are a team that that that's had so many problems all, all year in in term in terms of winning games. Now, the the pitching is far is far away from from their problems, and so even even though the Padres do do, do have Seth Lugo and uh do have Seth Lugo on the injured list, who was put there last week because of a calf strain, but. I, I think the pitching has been been okay. The bullpen has been better than the rotation. Darvish has been good. Um, Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove have not been great though. But but, but the real problem with the Padres is, is their lineup and 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 and, and one of their uh, stars, Manny Machado, went on the injured list because of a hand fracture. So, but but right now you're you're not getting the the MVP caliber numbers you need from from the stars in your lineup because uh, because the Padres are one of those teams that are dependent on the top four hitters in, in your lineup being so uh, being so dominant and and that that's just not been the case uh, there in carrying a team because you know, you look you look at other guys that are on the roster right now I mean Matt Carpenter is hitting two oh four. Ruined Odor, uh, who I have no idea why 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 he's still in the major leagues. He's batting 186. Austin Nola's batting 140. Trent Grisham just a buck 96. Jake Cronenworth, well uh, the uh, the All Star, is is hitting just 215. 
and and it's just been a disaster for 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 um for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, they they, they did win last night in Washington, and they won. Uh, the, the 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 finale to avoid a sweep at the hands of the Boston Red Sox, but but I digress. The uh, with uh, with with all that in mind, so uh, so the Padres need need to find a way to uh, to, to jolt their offense uh, a little bit before before the trade deadline, but. The problem is that they 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 spent so much of their, uh, of of their farm system capital on acquiring Juan Soto that that they they don't have um, a major league pro, a major league ready prospect that uh, that that can make an impact for uh, for for a while now. That is that uh, they, they have they, their top prospect might not uh, Jackson Merrill might not be ready in, for another three years. Same thing with Dylan Lesko. So, so, so the Padres are really hedging their bets here on, on doing something over the next uh, over the next couple of years when when they have uh, Tatis, Bogarts, uh, uh, Soto, and Machado all, all together for uh, for the next couple of years before Juan Soto is due to be a free agent by the, at the end of the twenty twenty four season. So, it's, it's a lot of question marks with with the Padres here. Now, a couple of things with with the NFL. Now, and two two things are really really at note here for, for the NFL. Number one is that the NFL voters decided to uh, to flex uh, to allow for Thursday night football flexing for Week Thirteen onward. Um, so it it was twenty four to eight. Uh, owners like the Giants, Jets, and uh, and Packers. Among others, to, decided to vote against it, and and John Mara uh, told uh, told the press about this that uh, that um that it's going to be a negative impact for the fans late in the season and for traveling for the holidays and 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 John Mara is right that so that that the the holiday travel is going to be ins- going to be insane this year a, 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 another year removed from from the covid pandemic and the NFL has the audacity to to flex Thursday night football it impact short impact short rest impact uh, everyone's travel schedules and it, it, and it is another example of 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 how out of of how out of touch the NFL is with with, with their fans, and the, the the NFL can preach all they want, but th- their actions with the vote or with the or with the vote on Monday on this sp- speaks louder than everything that uh, that 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 they have in terms of um, in, in terms of caring for the fans. Now, I I hope this is a one year thing for uh, for the NFL. It, it doesn't sound like it's going to be a thing that's going to be temporary. So with with this, because the the NFL cares about the money, so uh, but but in any event, it is uh, it is really offensive to the senses. And 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 and, th- and think think of Seahawks, Cowboys. Think of uh, if you're a Giants fan going down to New Orleans Week 15, Jets, Dolphins Week 15 could could be an issue. 
So, so all all those games are 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 going to be put up in limbo because the the NFL decides to control as to how as to how how people's lives are, are going to be run for uh, in November and December when it, when it when it when it comes to the flex scheduling of Thursday night football. What 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 a what a pathetic, uh, un, un, unbelievably short uh, short sighted idea by the NFL and and, uh, and all the owners should be ashamed of themselves for before this vote. Now, the, the, the other thing with the, about the NFL that caught my eye on, uh, on, um, throughout the week is that, is that the Jets opened up their OTAs, um, yesterday at, at Florham Park, New Jersey. And, 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 th and there was a lot of media attention, obviously because of Aaron Rodgers, uh, in, in, uh, with, with, with the Packer, with uh, with Packers now with the Jets, and and, and Aaron Rodgers did, did did not make it through uh, through the first one because of of a of a calf in, injury that he, that he suffered, uh in in there so. As, uh, but 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 you you still see the media hyping up the Jets and, and as be, because because uh because it, it's a New York market and and all the media attention. Is is surrounding the uh, the Jets because of Aaron Rodgers and the Super Bowl or bust expectations and the expectation to break the longest playoff drought in North in North American sports now at twelve years in counting, and and, and then and now then this is going to be a part part of the, the the letdown for the Jets here because I don't think the Jets are the best team in the AFC. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a top three quarterback in his own conference. As, as so, so, so the Jets are really uh, hunching their bets here on Aaron Rodgers, who so who has talented a quarterback as he is, as great uh, as great of a quarterback as, as he's been. He is eleven and ten in playoff games, and 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 and, and this year the the Jets season is going to be decided on uh, on on whether or not the, the Jets are successful in the postseason, and 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 I don't think they have the coaching to do that, so. Uh, I I think that there's there's gonna be a, a a lot of dysfunction, a bit between Aaron Rodgers and and the Jets and Robert Sala this year, and 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 I think Robert Sala is gonna be employed but by, by uh, unemployed by by next January uh, by the uh, uh at some point, in in the next eight months. So I I I think there's going to there's a lot of pressure on the Jets uh, uh, because of the of the hype the media is giving him. All, all this uh, for for the Jets to let their fans down in the end for for the um, for the umpteenth consecutive time. Now, uh, no, uh, uh, what, two more topics uh, for for you before we uh, before we uh, before I, I send send you off here. Uh, and both are and uh, the, uh, the two topics are the Western and Eastern Conference Finals in the National Hockey League. Yeah, uh, the. How about but how about the Florida Panthers? Uh, they're up three nothing in their series against the Carolina Hurricanes, and and, and it, it's really been because of, really because of incredible goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky, and. And and the tough and clutch nature of Matthew Tuchuk and Matthew Tuchuk scored two overtime goals in in, uh, in the first two games on the road in Carolina, and and the first game was a four overtime epic. 
it, 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 one of the longest games in the, in the history of the, of the of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And to Chuck puts it in at the end of the fourth over, or near the end of the fourth overtime, and then the second over uh, the second game he he puts one in with with five with five minutes left, um, uh, five minutes uh, less than five minutes into the into the second overtime. Uh, in that, and then game three was a, was a, a one nothing win uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes uh, in, in in Sunrise, Florida. With um, Sam Reinhardt scoring the only goal for Florida about halfway through uh, the second period, and Bob Browski made 32 saves, and, and and I and, and I thought the the uh, the Canes gave themselves a lot of opportunities, but sometimes you got to tip the cap here when it comes to the Hurricanes. Now the the Hurricanes uh, have been unbelievable all year. So, uh, but but they they run in, they've run into a jigsaw here with the Florida Panthers and and, and their way to, to find ways to win t- tough and clutch overtime games. So uh, terrific stuff for uh, for the Florida Panthers. And and, and that, now there's a, a, a then you have the Vegas Golden Knights who who have just been terrific all all year and and, and the Golden Knights. Um, um, are three zero in their series that they won an overtime game in game two, uh, d- down two to one in the third period. F- found a way to win that game, uh, and, th- and then then the stars showed up early on, and and this game and and game three last night was pretty much over ten minutes in, and you had goals from Alex Petrangelo, Jonathan Marchessault, Jack Eichel added an assist. Now Nicholas Roy and Ivan Bar- Barbashev had two assists as well, and the Golden Knights are a win away from the Stanley Cup Finals. And I think, um, you know, and, and you look at the uh, the Dallas Stars, who who, who gave the Stars credit that they, they they made it to the conference final. They the, the they were able to uh, they they were able to win win, win their series, um, and. Against the against the upstart Seattle Kraken, so um, but but they they too have ran to some to some great goaltending here, and 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 this time it, it was by um, it's by Aiden Hall who who uh, who was terrific last night for, um, of of for the um. Of for for the Vegas Golden Knights. So, so that'll do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. I'll be back here on the podcast next week. So until then, have a wonderful week, everybody, and enjoy the Memorial Day holiday, everybody. So long.